This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. Happy Memorial Day weekend. You'll be listening to this Friday. Your Memorial Day is right around the corner. Is it Memorial Day? God. Am I that big of an asshole? I don't know the difference between Memorial Day and Labor Day. I think it's Memorial Day. It is. It's Memorial Day. Okay, I'm right. Good. Not an asshole. Um, so welcome to the MMA Takes Podcast. If you looked at the title and you're like, what is this guy talking about? This could be a real quick one. I don't want to bore you guys. I know a lot of my podcasts aren't super long, but I don't want to like just keep you know, boring you guys with the same old stuff. There, I mean, there's no UFC this weekend. There was UFC Rochester, which in my opinion was kind of a dud. <clears throat> Excuse me. Not a, I mean, uh, uh, you know, it, it was what it was. We'll recap that a little bit. There's some things going on in, in some the, the news, in the news world. But really, I'm just going to do like a quick talk. And I, I labeled this quickie podcast, but it, it might run a little long. I don't know. I don't really have any personal anecdotes to tell. I mean, life's, life's pretty great right now. Feel great. Feel good. Wife's good, baby's good. Uh, yeah, everything's going uh, going according to plan. So I don't, ha- I, I can't bore you with a personal anecdote. So um, I will be going on vacation from May, th- leaving May thirty first for a week from today. As you're listening to this, I realize there's a UFC on June first. There's UFC on June eighth. I got you covered. I'm gonna have both podcasts out, both pick on podcasts for those dates out for you. Um, I got things in the works for both those. Guarantee you those will both be out. Um, that way you can get your your bets in. I'm going to be driving to Wilmington, North Carolina. It's about 10-hour drive. Um, maybe 12 because I'm going with my mom who is, you know, she, she's got to stop and pee every five minutes and then going with the almost two-year-old. So when that iPad's not working, she's a fussy Gus. So it's gonna probably, probably take like twelve hours to get there, I would say. But um, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh it's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Wilmington is is like almost like my second home at this point. I've been going there forever. It's gorgeous. We got a nice condo on the beach, and we're there for a whole week. It's gonna be awesome. You know the the we went last year, and and the little one was wasn't too crazy about the beach and stuff. But you know she barely could walk. Now she's running, and it's gonna be awesome. So. Um, so I'll be driving, I'm leaving the 31st, basically at like three in the morning. Uh, so Saturday morning, technically, you know, the way, you, however you look at it. Um, and I know the first fight started about 10. So I'll be driving in the midst of the fights, but I will, I have a plan. I'm probably going to be watching them via my phone. Um, typically alpha male, that's me. Typically. I do all the driving when we when we go on on trips. My wife has offered on numerous occasions. Let me drive. I'll drive. Blah blah blah. We'll split it. We'll go. You'll go five. I go five. Uh, typically, that that doesn't work for me. I want to be. You know, I want to. I want to drive. I want to. It's it's way better for me. I get a little bit car sick if I'm in the back seat and someone else is driving. I you know I'm a good driver and it kind of zones me out as well. I like being in control and and, and stuff like that. That's just me being alpha male. However. I do think maybe um, right around one o'clock is when the main card starts. I think I might have her drive while I watch my phone. Uh, that way I can observe it. But you will be, uh, if you're a loyal listener to this and I've made you money on the Pick'em Podcast, you will be uh, covered. I will be having picks for both cards. Uh, June 1st card, which was, was the day we're going to Wilmington, and then we're coming back the 8th, so I will be 
right when I pull into my driveway, it will probably be right when the pay-per-view starts on June 8th. So I'll have that ordered, and uh, I'm excited for it, and we got to pick them for that. Hopefully, a cool little guest have something planned for that. Um, UFC Rochester. Let's get into it. I went 7-6 and six on my picks. Not the best, not the greatest. It is what it is. Uh, I thought I'd do a little bit better, but uh, um, I went fevy, uh, heavy favorite, which just tells you there's a lot of underdogs at one. Uh, Holy Arce looked tremendous. He had a nice head kick knockout over Julian Rosa. Really back and forth fight. Kind of thought, I thought how it would go. I thought uh, Arce was going to win. Didn't like how he's a huge favorite. Um, but uh, yeah, he got the win. Trevin Giles, I lost that fight. Zach Cummings knocked him out in the last minute. Michael Pereira, this guy uh is is a star i mean he has this weird capoeira style he's a he's a crazy man um i had seen videos of him before he made it to the ufc just didn't know it was him didn't put two and two together he looks fantastic over a tough dude danny roberts that's your tough tough debut he looked giant at 170 threw a knee straight punch it was awesome it was really really good ed herman knocked out pat cummings which was uh, crazy um des green looked good in, in his hometown against charles jordan um jordan again a guy he's a 45 he's gonna cut down he looked pretty good he looked tough but uh, it was what it was grant dawson beat mike trozano mike trozano megan Anderson lost to felicia spencer don't know what happened to megan Anderson in that fight completely fell apart uh was very surprised by the performance felicia spencer the one thing i like about this bad bitch is she's calling out cyborg I love that. I love that a lot. David Ramos versus Austin Hubbard. David Ramos looked incredible in this fight. Uh, Austin Hubbard, tough dude, took a lot of big shots, but uh, Ramos, Ramos, a real deal. Charles Oliveira smoked Nick Lentz, uh, knocked him out as we all thought we'd do. Uh, Ian Hines really shut down Shoeface, which was a big surprise to me. I've slept on Shoeface for a while. Ian Hines, a tough dude to look, look good against. He's in shape, he's strong, he's big, he's tough. And he's got really good cardio for 185, and, and he really shut down Shoeface in a fairly close fight, but uh, but uh, Ian Hines won easily. Aspen Ladd beat Shadar Eubanks, which was an awesome fight. Um, and then Vicente Luque beat uh, beat Derek Krantz, who stepped on a short notice, who was on the ultimate, or excuse me, I always do that, the Contender Series. Um, Vicente Luque needs a top 10 guy. He's, he's a stud right now. And then the main event was a little disappointing. Kevin Lee, again, Kind of showed up and, and sorry, I'm not on the mic. Kind of showed up and was laid an egg. I mean, uh, the blueprints out there how to beat Rafael Dos Anjos. And it's, you know, grapple him, but also mixing your strikings pretty well. And, and Kevin Lee, again, just looked really sloppy out there. Um, I don't know. I like Kevin Lee a lot. Uh, I thought he would look good at 170. He looked like he didn't look great. He got tired again. Um, and either if he stays at 170, he's obviously got to get used to the weight. But, uh, you know, maybe 55, you know, working harder to get that extra weight off might be good for your cardio. I don't know. I mean, that's what happened to Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor would kill himself and do a ton of cardio to get to 45, and I don't think he ever gassed at 45. He starts putting on that weight and doesn't have to cut as much weight. Now, you know, he has a cardio problem. But, um, yeah, so that was Rochester. I didn't want to do a whole podcast going to Rochester, nitpicking it. There wasn't a ton of storylines that came out of there. RDA won. He's going to go fight, you know, a top five, top 10, 170. Uh, I don't still don't see him as a 170. Uh, Kevin Lee kind of fell short and had a nice little emotional moment. Like, you know, he's like, he doesn't know where to go from there. And, and it, it, it was pretty good. But um, I didn't want to spend a whole podcast on that and then just coming up with just storylines to talk about. There's not a ton. 
So, you know, I didn't want to, I, I don't know. I, I want to, I want to, I wasn't going to put one out. I was going to tweet and be like, no podcast this week. I got double pickums, but I missed that week last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was to kind of get like a mental break. So I, I didn't want to take another break. I want to get on here and talk to you guys. So, uh, yeah, so everything's good. Everything's great. And, uh, you know, I tell you, I'm, uh, I don't know what I just, I just completely, some guy walked across my window and I completely forgot what I was about to say. I should edit this out. I should tell myself, Brian, edit this right here so people don't think how fucking absent-minded you are. But no, I'm going to keep it in because literally this guy just walked across the window and threw me off. And he didn't throw me off because, wait, look, I just, I don't, you know, it's pouring out rain outside right now. What's this guy doing outside? Hey, bud, what are you doing outside? Um, Yeah, so the only two things, I guess, that, you know, are, are pretty crazy if that you, I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to tell you to check out before I check out. You see how I did there? Conor McGregor did a 46-minute interview with Tony Robbins. Some really good quotes out of there. He detailed in length the brawl that happened with uh, the teammates of Khabib, who just got a reduced sentence, which is pretty convenient since Khabib is very close to signing a fight with Poirier and Abu Dhabi in September. Um, so they got a reduced sentence, and Conor was detailing the the brawl of what happened to Tony Robbins. On It was like a sit-down thing. It's on YouTube. You can find it. I was going to put some clips in here, but I didn't feel like chopping up the clips and stuff. It's a long interview. Um, if you want to watch it, go watch it. There are some really good quotes in there. He, uh, he, he, like I said, he breaks down what happened in the brawl and and he, how where his mind was at and why he put himself against the cage and stuff like that. Very Conor McGregory. Very um, obviously, the guy has an ego and he has you know certain things that he does. But people, he's very endearing with it, and people love him about it. One of the reasons why I love him. But it's also a little tongue in cheek as well. Like, you know, he he obviously he knows that they're gonna go to war again. He knows they're gonna fight again. He wants that one back. But he also knows, like, you know, it's let's let's all relax and not take it super seriously. We're all fighters here. I know it's unprofessional and everything like that, but listen, everyone that stepped in the, it wasn't like he was punching women or punching fucking kids. He got attacked first. His team got attacked. He was retaliating, so let's not I know it's a professional sport. But it's not like he was fucking knocking out, you know, little kids in the stands and shit like that. So go look that up. Um, this is, you know, I again, I, I should have put the quotes in here, or, you know, did my little audio thing. But, I, you know, I'll tell you what, I've I'm, I'm been playing video games again, and I am sw- I'm deep in them, right? Wife's making dinner right now. I got to go eat that. And then I'm I'm back to killing Sicarios, man. If you have, if you have, if you're listening to this, you have PlayStation and you play either Ghost Recon or the uh, was Division Two, Notorious BP on PlayStation Network, we'll get some killing in. All right. And the last thing here, Sage Northcutt got his face destroyed. Um, feel really bad for Sage. I I kind of shitted on him going to one FC. I thought it was kind of a wrong move for him. Kind of took the big payday over there. Fought Cosmo Alexander, who's an, an elite kickboxer, but not the he's not a world beater. At in MMA and and Paige got his orbital broken in like eight different places, like a nine hour surgery, and he's over in the Philippines still in the hospital. And and Sage Northcutt's a good dude, but that's that's a crazy energy. A lot of guys break their orbital bones and stuff like that, but man, like Cub Swanson said, he's had the same exact surgery. So that's that just lets you know how fucking real it is. And Cosmo Alexander hits like a fucking truck, perfect punch, was what it was. So. Um, where are we at now? So we're right at like 12 minutes here. That that should be good enough. Again, I just want to give this 
quick little update of what's going on. I don't want to do a full-fledged podcast and, and just talk about, you know, what Nate Diaz tweeted about or something like that. Like, I don't need to fill airtime like Eric Hawani and Chael Sonnen do, and they talk about nothing. So, um, oh, and Dante Wilder, it killed a man over the weekend. I mean, I, everyone saw that coming, but um, that's the one thing that drives me nuts about boxing is Dante Wilder knocked out Brazil in the first round. What fights do you got to make happen? Oh, you got to make the fucking Anthony Joshua fight happen. You got to make the fucking Tyson Fury rematch happen. Tyson Fury signed a new deal. He's like, oh, it's probably not going to happen until next year. And Anthony Joshua's him and his people are like, ah, maybe not. They're going to fight each other out of their prime. It's just not going to make any fucking sense. Boxing makes me sick. So one good thing about the UFC is they're going to get their, the best guys fighting each other. Like everyone around, everyone's going to fight each other. If you're the best in your weight class, you're the best in this, they're going to fight. MMA is like that in general. UFC is really good at it, but other uh, events and other things like uh, over the weekend, Chandler fought, uh, not this weekend, last weekend, he fought the younger Pitbull. Pitbull, the younger one, the 45er, has been dominating 45s in Bellator. Chandler's been dominating 55s. Let's get them together. That would never happen in boxing. It feels like, if it would, it happened 10 years later. later. But Deontay Wilder is a scary man. He had some nice quotes before where, you know, in boxing, you can legally kill a man. Terrifying stuff. Absolutely terrifying. So, sorry for this really quick podcast. It's just, again, giving you what's going to happen in the next week or so when I'm off. But you will be hearing my voice. There will be one out. I'll probably put the um, the one out for the June 1st of Stockholm, Sweden. I'll put that one out on Thursday or Friday. And then the UFC 238, that's going to come out Thursday or Friday the following week as well. So, uh, you're going to have all your picks Ready to go. I'm excited for both cards. I think both cards are pretty good. Stockholm, a little top heavy. There's some interesting matchup matchups on there. I love the main event for UFC 238. Uh Marais versus Suhudo. I, I think that's gonna be a barn burner. I don't know who's gonna win yet. Still gotta go over it. So I will talk to you guys next week.